Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Hyperspace Hangout. As it's a late nighter for us. We're pulling yeah. we're pulling we're pulling a late one here. You know, sometimes we sometimes the inspiration just strikes us even when it's like late at night and we're, we're always just planning stuff out cuz we will be here Wednesday to yeah. do a Boba Fett, obviously episode 3 of Book of Boba Fett, but we were just planning stuff out and we said, "You know what? Let's just hit record." So, but we did. We did. And actually we hit we hit go live. So it's we've great. got a handful of transmissions. You guys have been sending us a lot of them. They're piling up. We're going to start plowing through as many as we can tonight. And we're talking Book of Boba Fett. We're, I think we're talking a little bit High Republic. There's a High Republic one in there, too. Yeah. And yeah. we're just be talking Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I am so hyped for the Book of Boba Fett. I titled this episode. Uh, by the way, this is a guy we're going to have on. C- Cameron is going to be on at some point. I, he's He's a good guy. Shout out to Cam. I can't believe he's like the first guy in here for our live. So shout out to him. It's great. Uh, I got a couple other folks who hit me back on Patreon, said they would love to do some discussion of the Book of Boba Fett uh, later this uh, week or this weekend. We're going to be going live. We got our Matinez special, uh, kind of our Zoom hangout this Saturday. We're going to be doing that. Um, Yeah, so just just, just good stuff going on, man. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. We got the transmissions. Uh, What else did I want to make? Oh, my God, guys. First of all, so Matt said it, we're, we're going live. If we could just get the people on the podcast, do all as and Matt a favor, go over and press that red button on YouTube and just subscribe for us. We need it, okay? So let's do this. Andrew's in here too. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. Let's go. All right, uh, as what's, yeah. what's the first transmission we're hitting today? All right, first uh, transmission up here, um, we actually have – uh, just sort of a quick, just a quick minute. This is really just more of a shout out here. All right. Okay. Um, uh, this is just Josh Williams sent us something in. And by the way, we'll read anything that you guys send in. He, uh, mentioned the Gamorreans early on in episode one. We've seen them a couple of times, but he says, uh, they look a little Klingon to him I... and there's a blade. So he also has right. the, this, uh, this image as well. That looks like it is kind of a traditional Klingon bladed weapon, uh, sans the 
handguard. So, yeah, um, just just kind of an interesting, cool connection there. I, like, I don't know. There are there other. I don't want any Star Trek in my Star Wars. Okay. Well, hey, I'm fine with it. Hey, well, hold on. You know, what? let me share something here while I got it. Yeah, what do you I got? got to pull yeah. it up. I, I I did find an article here uh, talking about that very thing. Um, of course, there's ads because it's one of these like clickbaity things. Did the book of Boba Fett borrow a weapon from Star Trek? There's the there's the blade. This is clearly Star Trek. Um, what the heck? That is the exact. That's exactly what he sent us, and I didn't notice it. The, and then boom, there's the there's the blade there. Wow, the Gamorreans. There's the there's there it the is. Yeah, again. last episode he had it on him. Maybe. Whoa, go, wait, wait, wait. Okay, uh, go back up there. So, um, Star Trek yeah. and Star Wars, same universe. You know what? Could be. I mean, not really, because uh, there's no flipping way. But yeah, I mean, Dis yeah, because <laughs> Disney owns because Disney owns Star Wars and Viacom owns Star Trek, so probably not. But you wonder if there's somebody on the on like the like the props team or whatever who was just sort of like, yeah, I'm going with it. I'm making it. We're doing it. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hey, I like Star Trek. I'm a, I'm a, I you know I'm not as into it as I am Star Wars, but I mean, hey, Generations I, a great movie. Love I, I, it. I, per, Kirk and Picard, and then the newer ones. The G, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Do you, do you want me to say it? Because I'll say it. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies are better than the J.J. Abrams Star Wars movies. That's a fact. It that is a fact. A fact. <laughs> it's an unfortunate fact that we don't I mean, like to not, mention here. But Maybe not The Force. Like The Force Awakens is probably better it, than yeah. Into Darkness. Because Into Darkness is cool. They kind of do the con flip. Yeah. The third one, Beyond, is just sort of okay. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know that I could say that Rise of Skywalker is better than any of those other those three no. Star Star Trek movies. Unfortunately, and definitely again, not the first one. I don't the know first you know, Star Trek movies that was uh, awesome. so good, so good. Um, they fired everything you know during that movie, but right. Uh, I would say too, Rise of Skywalker. Not even so sure that's JJ's movie anymore. I don't know what I don't, happened. I don't in think the it end. was. People said it. There was rumors like. I used to think that wasn't a thing as much, but when they've got director's cuts and Zack Snyder comes out and does, I mean, people just make different movies and that that's shot different, clipped up. Yeah. You know? All of the language that surrounded the original cut of justice league that Joss Whedon came in and finished all the actors and everything are saying the exact same things that all the actors that were involved in rise of Skywalker were saying like, go look at um, uh, Boyega, right? Everything that he's saying sounds exactly like what Jason Momoa and Ben Affleck and all those guys were saying about that. And then we've got the director's cut of that. And my God, it's like, it's a, it, it like, you can't even compare them. You cannot right. compare justice league to Zack Snyder's justice league. I want to see the JJ cut of rise of Skywalker. Cause I think it's a totally different movie. Matt Smith even said, yeah, I was going to play a total, a big character. They were going to go in a different direction. Then the right. Colin Trevorrow cut was, Seemed like it was going a different direction. So a lot of hands in the in there. Uh, the only well, hand that hey, wasn't in there was George Lucas's. So right, right. Uh, yeah, I think a few hands need. You know, Star, Star Wars is known for cutting hands off. All right, and well, not ever talking about what happened to them or whether they were cloned or why they were floating through space. Supposedly, that's at the a beginning story of the for another time. 
Jeezy freaking cow, man. But you know what? Star Wars is in great hands now, okay? Yeah. Because Dave Filoni and John Favreau are running the ship, and it's hyperspace, man. It's great. It is. It is freaking great. Uh, also, uh, Mandalorian Jedi here. I wanted, to, I wanted to throw this out as well. So we do. I noticed we do do this, and I. I want to say I don't know which one of us started it, and it's probably me. We probably slip a tongue one time. It is uh, Trandoshan, but we sometimes have said Transdoshan. Oh, <laughs> but that's, that's, probably, that's probably me. It's, no, there's a couple people who were like, "Is that intentional?" You know, trans. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but uh, trans, How, what is the proper? Uh, Trandoshan, Tran, Trandoshan, not trans. Transdoshan. Okay. But it seems really natural to throw the S in there. Like it's like whatever. Trandoshan. Uh, maybe will... we're dissing. Maybe we're dissing on Bosk a little bit. Well, first of all, I tried to say, ah, oh, God, I can't even think of like the mayor, the Athorian. Is that what? Is mm. that some of these alien names, man? Even I'm like, what the heck? Like, um, I'm lucky I got Gamorian right, but like, yeah, they, he looks kind of. Uh, or the, there's the Aqualish. There's so many, man. When I'm listening to, I've, I've been in listening to Thrawn recently. By the way, almost done with Thrawn. Let me give let me give you guys a quick update before we move into the next transmission. So, uh, there's oh my god, let me pull it up real quick. So, the Thrawn, uh, let's see, Ascendancy, yeah. Ascendancy trilogy. So we have we have comments, so we have uh, transmissions about the books coming up here. So I want to I want to talk about this real quick. So here we go. Um, yeah, we've got the Chaos Rising was the first one. Then we had. I believe I'm going to make sure I'm on the right one. I don't want to mis, mis, uh, mislead you guys here. So, yeah, 2020, uh, September, we had Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising, and then Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good. And then most recently, just in November, uh, we had Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil. So I'm on Greater Good, and I'm almost finished with it, and it's good. It is a greater good uh, that is prevailing in, in that in that story it's, it's it's fantastic matt there's some really cool like connect we brought up the whole like palpatine situation is he preparing for something let me just say the enemy or the villain that they are building out in the unknown region this ominous force that's out there can do some pretty trippy stuff and so i found it to be very interesting leave it to timothy zahn let him do his thing uh very creative and 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 i'm really really liking some of the stuff that there's some telepathic stuff, there's some mind control and uh, it's pretty cool. It's stuff I've read about and I've seen articles and heard other content creators talk about it, but I hadn't actually got in there to hear it um, myself and it's great. So I'll probably be done with that in a couple of days. Then it's on uh, to the next book, which I already have queued up lesser evil. And I think I'll, I think I'll sprint through that because I got to get to the high Republic stuff. Right. That has been, I mean, that, that everyone is talking about it. I don't know what was it was at Calvin Scott's um, uh, Rising Storm or something, I think. Let me I go think back it's Fallen it. Stars, the, the new one. That's oh, is that the really new cool. one? Okay. Okay. So let me click on Wes. Uh, th thankfully, Wes is all over this. Uh, let's see here. Hey, guys, here we go. Uh, the High Republic. What are your thoughts on the High Republic? I just finished Tempest Runner. Enjoy it. Just started Fallen Star. Not sure how I feel about it, though. Sometimes I'm super stoked um because we are getting star wars in a new light and other times i feel like it's trying too hard or doesn't feel like star wars i don't want them to cheapen the writing but an actual appearance by yoda in one story might legitimize it more for me what do you guys think 
So again, I've only read the first couple. We've read the junior novel. Uh, what was the other one? The 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 first one, like the Light of the Jedi, right, or something. Uh, so I haven't read much much of it. Just the comic book. Uh, by the way, that's still downloading. I forgot that I had a subscription to it. I was getting all the new uh, comic books there for a little bit, but I haven't read this new one, and I'm I'm excited to to go look at. So I'm two behind. I think the Calvin Scott. Yeah, one. I'm <clears throat> I'm way behind on the high republic stuff i just i didn't get into it at first but i need to sort of go back because the one character i really liked was um vanestra Rowe, and it, honestly it was like the junior novel i think was the one that we really liked the test of mm -hmm. courage and there's a there's a follow-up book to that that i think has come out and i want to check it out because i really liked it and then she shows up we were reading the comics there for a little bit and she had sort of um shown up master douglas man oh my god dude sacrifices himself holy <laughs> that is one of the okay hold on L let me give you guys just a recap so those of you it's an are... epic for for it being a junior novel it's ep it's a pretty good i'm not absolutely. gonna lie really absolutely good. absolutely epic so we're gonna come back to master douglas real quick just for folks who are kind of wondering uh because i've been kind of sputtering around on it here but phase one uh is the light of the jedi uh, this is this is the first phase. So the adult novels are what people really pay the most attention to. But you've got Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi. That's the first novel. That was January 5th, uh, 2021. Then you had Star Wars, The High Republic, The Rising Storm. Now, that's the one by by um, uh, Kevin Scott that I haven't had a chance to read yet. And I heard it was good. Uh, now, the one that Matt had just mentioned, um, The High Republic, Fall, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray is good i'm hearing everybody say really really good things about it um we read the this one um, a test of courage a test of courage which is that middle grade novel yep. yep and it was i'm not gonna lie man i liked it way more than i liked the the what was what's the first book into the the, the light of the light of light the jet yeah and then i tried into the dark the claudia gray one i couldn't get into it either but so, i loved this one i yeah. loved test of courage yeah, so Into the Dark, I actually did read that one, and I was cool with it. That was more of the – so what Matt just showed you, that's more of that middle-grade uh, novel, and then the Into Dark was sort of an in-between kind of teen slash, uh, I don't know, high school novel, if you will, young adult. And it was good. I, I, I got through it. Uh, I think it was a little slow in the beginning, but once you really get into some of the lore and the worlds they go to, it was pretty cool to see – jedi taking different paths and kind of um seeing some of them be more inclined to go into like the archives and, and want to just stay in the archives and not go out and really travel the galaxy because i think we always think that the jedi want to just go out there and do their thing right they just want to they want to travel around and be with a master and you have some that don't want to they want to be librarians and so that one is is interesting but yeah we've got to get caught up on it so wes i mean i am I liked what I've read. I guess I can't, I don't want to give a, an opinion on it. Cause I think we just need to, you, we need to get caught up because we've got the book of Boba Fett. We had other things going. We had uh heroes of the right. horn. Our, our wheel of time podcast was blowing up and we had uh, just a lot right. going on there. So, and yeah, I, right now I'm super into, I'm actually in digging through Boba Fett legends right now. I actually have a video that I have coming out soon. I'm in the process of editing it right now. And let me share a little bit of this. Um, I've talked, I think I talked a little bit about it on one of the streams the other day but it's about a character named jodo cast who yeah. in legends is this he's a bounty hunter and he thinks it's he, he comes up with this brilliant idea and by brilliant idea i mean incredibly 
idiotic uh, idea that he will he has Mandalorian armor himself and he paints it to look like Boba Fett's so he can go around and say, hey, I'm Boba Fett so that he can get like better rates with the guilds and uh, Dengar actually ends up running into him and realizing, hey, this isn't Boba Fett. And so he goes and finds uh, Boba Fett and um, then tells him, hey, this guy is uh, pretending to be you. And uh, he and Boba Fett have, I wouldn't even call it a fight because it's really more of a absolute beat down. But it is some of Boba Fett being like, it's just so cool. And the artwork in it is just so fantastic. It's called Boba Fett Twin Engines of Destruction. And it's these two guys fighting each other. Um, and what ultimately ends up happening is, uh, yeah, Boba Fett here finds him, you know, and, hey, and I'm calling you dead right like yeah and um it's so epic and so uh he tries to say hey you know can we can we, can we talk about this for a second and boba says you broke the code he's trying to say you we you honor the bounty code so he makes him take his helmet off he ends up like using his jetpack to kind of get out i'll just run through the end of it here just i'm talking about it they fight it's pretty freaking sweet i'm not gonna lie um, and Boba Fett gets him with a dart in the neck that has poison. And so he ends up falling to the ground and Boba gives him, I mean, look at this. I mean, he's just like beating this guy to like bloody mm -hmm. pulp. It's, it's Boba. I mean, he breaks his arm. I mean, Boba, it's, oh, it's yeah. Boba being the boss. We all know he is right. You know, you should have learned your less lesson. Um, at one point he jokingly calls Boba Fett a fossil. It's like, you know, terrible. Whoa. Idea. So anyway, so Boba gives him three vials of an antidote mm -hmm. okay uh and then he's on this platform that's going to explode so he's shot him with a dart and he's like you have you're going to have to pick the right vial and then use your jetpack to get out yeah uh, so boba ends up walking back up to his ship dengar is like why would you even give him a chance to live boba i didn't what the... it's awesome it's so good that's awesome <laughs> it's such cool. it is such a good story so i'm doing a big breakdown of Jodo cast because i think he is a character that we could see or perhaps see something done in upcoming Star Wars stories yeah. because like that, I, that, that, that idea was played out. It's played out a little bit with Cobb Vanth where Cobb Vanth is wearing Boba's armor. Right. And then, and then Mando Din Djarin goes and gets it back. Yeah. But I think it could play itself out because remember the galaxy's big and Boba Fett has been gone for yeah. a couple of years. And so I would say that it's in the possibility that somebody out there has did proclaim themselves to be Boba Fett because everybody thought he was dead. And we know he doesn't even get his armor back for years. I mean, it takes him five years just to get his armor back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, th I think we could see uh, either Jodo himself or something that is inspired from him. So I'm working on a big video on that, but yeah, that's kind I of like where that. I've been. That's my, that's my headspace right now as I'm into the, some of these Boba legends. Cause I think a lot well, of these could be in book of Boba or going forward could be stories that he's involved in. Matt, it won't surprise me at all. If someone painted their armor, even if it wasn't his armor, like maybe Cobb Vanth had his real armor, but it five years went by five years went by. Right. Or so. And, and it's like, what, what the heck happened? Like we see all this stuff with the Tuscans, but Who's to say? Hey, remember, remember in Mandalorian, I, th I think it's episode three when he's down in the he's going to get his armor. Mm -hmm. The 
when, when he's with the armor and you can see yeah. some of the other Mandalorians in there. Remember yeah. there for a while, that's everyone right. was saying, I think, I think that's Boba Fett because it, it looked, looked like, him. like him. It looked yeah. like him. So it could be something like that. And it's just, yeah. uh, and so Jodo himself isn't really that great. He doesn't, he doesn't really show up in much other than this comic and, I, and a few other sort of like older books that are just like short stories. But I think I think he could, and I think it'd yeah. be a, it'd just be such a cool thing for Boba. It just you know it's it's an easy like episode of maybe a season two of Book of Boba or Mando runs into him, you change it, and it's a Mando. Yeah, I do think we'll see Dengar at some point, but yeah. um, as well as Bosk. This season, you think we're like? It's I think we're going to see Bosk this season. I do, I, I I do think we are. Do you guys? I'll ask the chat too. Do you guys think we will see Bosk this season? Because I think they're bringing in Black Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. We see somebody that might be Arden Lynn from the Masters of Terras Kasi mm-hmm. game, right? In that one trailer we've talked about. So that's somebody potentially helping Boba, somebody working against Boba. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Does Boba have to bring somebody in as backup for him, and he gets Bosk? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean. Again, we got to see Finnick unleashed too, but like the, I think all these players are going to come in. I, I I feel like it. Um, it was mentioned that the, I've been seeing that on online running a family right is is more complicated or whatever than than being uh, a, a bounty hunter. So yeah, he's gonna have to. Things are gonna be tense. You've got to kind of appease certain people, certain groups. Uh, he's got our. We saw he, a Trandoshan representative right show up there. We so, see a lot of them. So a lot of things said from Bad Batch. Right. Exactly. So it would just be really cool to see Bosk in there. And I think, God, if we could see Dengar in some way, and maybe he could, I mean, it still is possible that he runs in these flashbacks that he comes across to Dengar once he's really integrated into the Tuscan group or something. Uh, sees him just while he's strolling around in Moss Espo or Moss Isley or wherever it was. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be interesting. And I do actually. I want this is a great time just to jump back real quick too, because I wanted to mention something. One more, one more final thing before we move all the way into in, in, into Boba Fett. Andrew has it pulled up here, and it is this stuff. I did see some of these rumors flying around about what has happened in the High Republic. So Andrew mentions that it's awesome, right? Slow start, but storyline uh, is going to be epic in the end. And then here we go. Yeah, they talk a, a lot about Jedi one night stands and Jedi apprentices fooling around with others. In the High Republic, it's not so forbidden. Hold on, I, Matt. So uh, they can just—I mean, actually, they did it in the in the uh, what was the uh, Master and Apprentice, or it was the Jedi Duku or Duku Jedi Lost Jedi or whatever. Lost. Yeah, where what's his name? Um, gosh, the 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 pal. Um, oh my gosh, Duku's apprentice. No, 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 no. Yeah. Dooku's apprentice. Uh was a guy in the audiobook they did it in like a oh, southern what's accent. His, what's what's his name? I always forget it. Yeah. Not, it's the apprentice he has before. Right. It starts with an R. It's like, it's like, yeah. But he he's 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 having like a relationship and he's out drinking and doing different things, and it's just it's wild. Um, but yeah, I think that that is interesting. So they started some of that there, and then now it looks like things are just crazy. Uh, back in the High Republic, but I mean, Anakin had a relationship, a forbidden one, and has has children. But uh, yeah, I guess it's not so forbidden. So I saw that, and I'm intrigued by it. I want to go, uh, you know, look look into it. I 
guess if you're allowed to just hook up, I mean, maybe you're not attached. You're just kind of, I don't know. Right. Well, he has, he has Savage Opress and then later Quinlan Voss, but no, it's rail, it's rail, Av, rail, um, Al- Alvaroth, Alvaroth. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Cause he was, he was loose, right? He was, he was, uh, running around doing various things. So anyways, yeah, I think that's interesting. And, um, I, there are great characters. There's tons of Jedi that you can get into, uh, tons of masters, apprentices, uh, relationships, different worlds. So I am excited for it. And I, and I didn't finish the story on master Douglas. I just want to say <laughs> this one thing because he, he dies early on. And I don't know if we're going to, if we, if characters have reflected on master Douglas, but Matt, he was just an average master. Just one of those guys that like, I mean, by the way, he's a master master. Yes. Douglas is a master and Anakin Skywalker never was. Okay. So that should say something. All right. But he's a master in the ways of the force. And when you read that, he feels so epic. It's like a junior novel. And I Matt, was like, to me, because we read all of chills. the we read all of the first wave of higher public stuff. And I thought, honest to God, it was it was hands down the best story. Yeah. Yeah, hands down. It's the moment though for Vanestra in that in that book when she reflects on what he did because it was a master move. Only a master, I believe, could have done what he did. So he's very like he compliments her. He's like he's even like very humble and that oh you're you're so good, you're so much better. Or I wish I could do that or whatever. He's right. very humble and like like uh, giving compliments and yet like his his try. What I forget he has an apprentice. Um, Mm-hmm. I forget what his name is, but like he goes on to work with Vanestra and Vanestra will, will take him, take him on. He almost falls to the dark side, almost falls to the dark side. Cause he's lost his master, all these things. And but she pulls him back. It's like he saves Vanestra and his apprentice and everyone else there. And master Douglas has literally like one or two paragraphs where you learn he's this humorous, maybe slightly overweight Jedi master. And he's just there. Like, he seems very, I don't know if you've ever seen um, it, people in on, on the podcast you're listening or Emery, Emery, Emery. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, there's a, in, in the last avatar, uh, I've been watching it with, uh, with my, with my girlfriend um, and uh, fiance slash right. not, not tying situation. Uh, <laughs> and anyways, so in that you have a, a guy is uh, is Uncle Iroh, and he's this like overweight kind of like Fire Lord Master. He reminds me of Master Douglas. So if you ever look up a picture of of like Iroh, um, Uncle Iroh, it's he it looks just like to my in my mind he's basically the same, and he is kind of a, but like he has these epic moments, right? And I just feel like Master Douglas had a moment that only a master could have, and. Like I love when he's just a humble dude, and then he just he just goes off, right? He just he goes crazy. And he saves he he senses something in the force, and it's just great, man. It's just great. So sorry, that's my that's my master duck. Like it stuck with me because it was so good. It was one of those like of all the Star Wars moments I've ever read about or I've ever it's, seen. It's so good. I thought it was one of the most well done things. I I was like, wow, this is amazing, amazing. So. All right, guys. Uh, I think we have we got, we got some more transmissions to work through here. So what what's the what do we got next? I think 
Um, yeah. So as far as uh, transmissions here, let's go. Let's. Wes has a series of these, so let's talk about a couple of these. All right. Um. Well, actually, no. Before we get to Wes, I just mentioned him. I want to bring up Andrews real quick because I did not know about this. This is, and maybe I'll, I'll go ahead and share my screen here for you guys. It is a Legends book, and um, I don't know if he. I think he's in our chat here. I don't know if you remember actually bringing this up to me. But we've got, yeah, Tales from Jabba's Palace. Oh, and okay, yeah. I have not uh, read that. I've, I've, like, skimmed through those, like, miniature little tales. But I guess in one of them, Bib Fortuna actually becomes one of those, like, monk, uh, spider monk things that we saw early on. And I think that was, I thought that was pretty cool. So just the idea, there's these little tales that happen uh, in, in Jabba's Palace. Let me go back here to the transmission. He also had another one. Um, I think it was just the bounty hunter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey guys, just finished listening to the last pod. Uh, I wanted to bring up two books, which I think will, uh, that I think are great carryovers for the book of Boba Fett and Mando. Not sure if, if you have read them, but they are great. And there is a story about Bib Fortuna becoming one of those spider monks, uh, tales from Jabba's palace and the tales of the bounty hunters. There we go. Tales of the bounty hunters. So they're just like many little stories, right? But these are two books that have great short stories. If you ever, um, if, if you've never read them, now is the time. If Star Wars universe is diving deep into the EU, then we should all be prepared. This is the way, and they have spoken, right? So that's from Andrew, and I thought that's kind of cool. I mean, because I have not—they're sitting on my shelf. I can actually walk over right now and pull them off. I got both of those books. And I never did go through. I think I just flipped through and looked at some of the tales and the titles, and I've never gone through and actually um, looked at them because they are kind of a, a like a. I think there's three of these books. They're like the tales from this place or tales from this, and then there's one more. I think I'm missing, but uh, yeah, I think that was pretty cool. And so thank you for that. We'll, we'll go in there and, and take a look. If you guys have any other, uh, if anyone's read that, and you know, if you guys think it's uh, that there's connections, possible tie-ins to the book of Boba Fett, like let us know. Because absolutely, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for those deep cuts, those deep dives where, where you, um, where, yeah, where they're going to pull from. Because uh, Matt, they're pulling from things like Masters of Terrascasi. Like that's crazy to me, but I love I it. Know. But I love I it. And if they do something with this, with this great uh, dragon, they have deep. They definitely they're doing deep cuts. I mean, Dave, obviously John, you know John Favreau, Dave Filoni are going serious deep cuts. But Masters of Terrascasi was even that was solo. But I mean, they're mm -hmm. going even further in yeah. with John and uh, John and Dave. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, real, real cool stuff there. All right. Let me let me pop over here. And again, we'll get to some of uh, Wes's stuff as well. Uh, here we go. Wishes for Boba Fett. All right. So Matt Nez, uh, it's been a long time since I've been since I've written into you guys. And he does. He <laughs> Classic West. We've got like a PS, uh, a PSS, and so on. There's so many transmissions, but we'll try to weave them all together here, and then we'll sift through. But been busy having a second kid. Yay for another new Padawan! Congratulations, by the way. Let's go. All right. Uh, super stoked to be back in the Star Wars universe. Really, I never left. I love the first episode, except for some minor grievances. I do uh, have a short wish list for the a short wish list for the series. Uh, while watching that first episode, I realized I. Never, I really need to see the Pikes in live action. Well, we got that, right? That was pretty cool. Right. Um, and Cad Bane. And wouldn't it be nice if they retconned um, Ventress and yeah, to be alive during this time? That'd be crazy, right? 
Uh, yeah, happy holidays, uh, happy new year, all that good stuff. Uh, also, congrats as, yeah, no, uh, tying knots, secret things going on, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. P.S. Knights of Ren uh, as well, anyone, right? So Knights of Ren connection. Yeah, that was in the comic book. That was in the uh, Crimson Rain. Crimson Rain, yeah. So they're around. Like, could that, Matt, could they make an appearance? Like, could could the Knights of Ren show up in, 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 in all of this or whatever? I, uh, 100% they could. It's uh, 100%, 100% I forgot about they it. Could. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, Ochi, you know, where's Ochi? Because the Knights of Ren exist before Kylo Ren, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. Are they do they have some other Sith? I mean, could Ahsoka fight against some of these Knights of Ren with another Sith popped up? Yeah, I think so. I, I think there could like their leader could be we could get more on on him or or what uh yeah, just just that group as in, in general. Um, I think again, even I just brought up Ochi, but why why not? I mean, it's just yeah. it's kind of crazy to think what they what we could see. So we got to see the pikes. That was pretty cool. Cad Bane, uh, not so sure about, but that, that all would be very, very interesting. And then got uh, two more from him here. Do we finally get to see under the Tuscan headdress? So under that Tuscan redder, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think it's, I think the whole, I think, I think it's always going to be a mystery. Yeah. And again, that's why we brought up the, um, we did a kind of an extended edition with Darth crate where like he we do i mean in legends like you know you kind of get to see uh this individual who who was among the tuscan people and so on but yeah i kind of don't know that they're going to either but everyone is speculating about the female tuscan and who who that could be is it someone significant is it not or is it just that like he meets someone in i mean we we, we know ultimately like he watches the Man- Mandalorian do his thing and get the, get his armor and then see how he, he goes after him. Well, we've seen that in the book of Boba Fett, but maybe along the way, something else does happen and there's uh you know, more, more connections there. So uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Andrew, good call. Yeah. Luke Lando searching for the Sith. Um, that seems yeah, yeah happening later, but God, what is happening with Gro- Grogu and Luke and, uh, and all that goodness. Uh, I'll be back up here. Here we go. All right. Uh, Wes, one more here from him. This is a good one. So Mara Jade versus Kylo Ren theory. All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We brought this up the other day and this was uh, kind of, uh, this, is, this is cool. So, uh, Hey, Matt Nez, love the Mara Jade theory. Seriously. That would save the sequels in a major way. Uh, what is everyone's biggest complaint about the last Jedi that Luke who went through such great links, uh, in the, Oh, geez, to not kill his father because he saw good in him would throw out that hope and attempt to slay his nephew. One way I think you could save that choice from the sequels would be if he had a greater reason than fear to do so or uh, to do what he did to Ben. I love your idea, uh, but with one change. How about instead of Kylo, who kills Jade, it's different. Uh, Previous Padawan. He gets married to her. He had a child with her and he leaves to go do Jedi business while he's away. He has a disciple turn one. He saw he um, once he saw he had the dark side in him uh, and then he chose to ignore it uh, to try to save him or her. Right. So he, he maybe he saw some of this stuff kind of bubbling up in one of his old disciples. And he said, ah, I'm, I'm going to, ignore that and try to you know keep them on the on on the light side have have faith have hope all that good stuff 
Mara Jade sacrifices herself to save their child and the rest of the Padawans uh, and dies at the blade of his turned disciple. Luke is devastated and vows to never let it happen again. But one day is reminded uh, of that turned Padawan by Ben, but he ignores it because he's family. He enters his chamber that fateful night and sees what he's dreaming about. He then is still in a moment of weakness, draws his lightsaber to kill him in an attempt to save everyone. This would validate that path they went down in The Last Jedi. I don't think it needs to be Kylo who kills Mara. Food for thought from Wes. That would be pretty freaking epic, to say the least. Crazy. It is crazy. And it's it, 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 again, we saw a very old Luke Skywalker, you know, th 30 years later. And again, you have to imagine, I mean, within 10 years after Return of the Jedi, you could do something. And then 10 years after that and so on. There's there's like 20 years there you, you can kind of play with. So he's got Grogu. He could have other disciples. Uh, Qui-Gon, I always love this in, in Legends. He had Xantos or whatever, his first um, apprentice before Obi-Wan. The reason Qui-Gon wouldn't take on Obi-Wan and, and, and was because he had a former Padawan uh, who turned to the dark side. And Qui-Gon was yes. out on that, you know? So that is, that's interesting to, if, if that happens. Like if Luke had that happen, and that's crazy. He, he, he killed his wife or something. I mean, but she still somehow got the kids out and maybe sent Ben away, premonitions, all that good stuff. But I, I love it, Wes. I think that's a really interesting thought. And we're, all, we're watching them kind of tie stuff into the sequels. And I don't know. Right now we're so far removed from it that they can just kind of do their own thing. But I feel like at some point it gets, as the story of the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett goes on, you start to maybe say, yeah, hey, we got to tie it in. You know, like, like yeah. how are we going to? I do. I do think we will eventually see Mara Jade. Uh, I, I definitely think. I definitely think we will at some point. There's just, it's just too good. It's too much. It sets up. I mean, there's no, there's no. I don't know. At the same, I, on one hand, they gave us an entirely new character we never knew existed in Grogu, and now we're all like, my God, right? The merchandise, everything you could do. But I still, I think if you introduce Luke Skywalker's kids, and you want to go down that route, the 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 pathways it sets up are just awesome. A 10, 11, 12 Star Wars trilogy. That is Luke Skywalker's kids. Oh. And if Matt. it's good, if, it, if it's good, like, you know, Matt. It's, the sequel, it's the sequels we wanted. There is a the way. Sequels we, we got. I mean, <laughs> there, there is a way, actually. And it is through, through Force Luke's... Ghost Luke Skywalker, because he's still alive, talking yeah. to his, like, his son. Oh my God! <laughs> and then you have a Mara Jade actress, and then she could be a Force Ghost too. And you have them like talking. That would be so much better than yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray Skywalker. You could introduce, like you said, you could introduce a Mara Jade here, like maybe not even tell the full story or whatever. Something happens, and then you could use that at that actress later. Yeah, to to be a Force Ghost. And, and the thing is too, even if you want to take Ray into all of this, which is totally fine, because you've got Ben Solo. What happened? He tra transferred his essence and Leia, the, all this crazy stuff going on, right. of course. But you could actually have Ray be a part of all of that and, and be a part of like them seeking out one of like they're really young. Maybe that maybe they're much younger or something. I don't know. Um, or they're the same age, but they just don't know about like, you know, 
right. their father or what what happened. They were hidden so well. Again, I just really think that if Leia can have a premonition and lay down her lightsaber because she knows it's going to be picked up later by freaking Palpatine, if they can do that, and they made that up out of nowhere, by the way, that wasn't the plan, absolutely nothing. They just said, hey, we have to make it work. How do we make it work? Well, after Return of the Jedi, she has a vision. There is no reason that they can't do the, the same sort of thing with Mara Jade. That she has a child, no she's that she's with None. child, and she's with child. Luke doesn't even know it, okay? And she says this child, she has a dream, leaves Luke. He doesn't understand why, but it was to save them, and it was you know one of those things. Yeah, so, you can totally do it. You can totally do it. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, anyways, that's great, great idea there, Wes. I I, I love it, and it is uh, something we'll, we're we're going to be thinking about as we get d- deeper into all this. Is is where where is it all going? Because Matt, they're going to get to a point where Thrawn is involved. I mean, we're going yes. towards this Thrawn slash Ezra Bridger rebels. All all these things are happening. And I don't know where it's all leading or what the big bad is or what the ominous something. Is it Grisk? Is it all this stuff? I do have a YouTube comment pulled up here as well, too. So we got the transmissions. So we had um, we recently had a video. Let's see. This was the Palpatine tried to save everyone, right? Yes. And it is, is simply a comment that says Thrawn knew the bigger picture and Palpatine agreed with him. The force moves in deep ways uh, and it uses its power to protect its spheres of influence the light and the dark and so on. And it goes on. But I think the idea here is that we do have someone Thrawn who you look at those bridges, right? Like the, like the high Republic is using Yoda as a bridge, you know, to, to make it connect. Cause like Andrew said it, when Yoda is on page uh, or are there goes West as well? Like that's a big deal. You feel like, Oh shoot, this is, even if it feels a little different and you're doing things like one night stands with Jedi, if Yoda's still there, it's involved. He might say it doesn't. It's not the way. He might. Who knows what he's going to say about? It. I haven't read all that yet. But if you wanted to now, Thrawn, I've seen him in Rebels. Okay, I've read books about him. I've been reading about him since since the early '90s. So Thrawn is a guy now who's coming into the Ahsoka series or into the Mandalorian series, and he can tie. He's, he's this real good kind of thread. So is Ahsoka that can tie all these things together and make it feel. Um, connected. So I really think that would be, that'd be cool for sure. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what, what other transmissions we got is that's pretty much it, man. Uh, so we got okay. Wes. Yeah, we had, uh, we had the comment. There's more comments on YouTube and stuff, but, um, yeah, well, there's, there's some comments here too. Andrew's been asking one. Can, uh, can we also make the connection? So here, here you go. He kind of asked some stuff here. He said, he said, uh, Lando, Luke and Lando searching for Sith items, you know, is just some of the things that we could be seeing. Uh, Peter Griffin had one here. Do you think Ezra and Sabine will normalize Jedi love? That would be interesting. That'd be interesting. So I really hope, I mean, again, I just, I've always been a believer that Ezra and Sabine are going to get together and we're going to see that she waited for him on Lothal. God, she's go back and watch rebel rebel. I cannot wait to, um, to show rebels off uh, because it is people are going to be diving back into it because of Ahsoka, because of Sabine, um, because of Ezra Bridger, all these things. It's, it's freaking wonderful. But yeah, I think they've always, I think they've um, they're romantically involved. I think they will be here in the future. And I don't know if, um, yeah, if Ezra is going to consider himself really like a Jedi or of the Jedi order, or how that's all going to work. But yeah, I think, I think for sure. Cause we just brought up the whole Mara Jade stuff as well too. I think, you need to. That's what they did post return. Uh, Luke sets up a new 
Jedi Order. It's one of the coolest things. You had the old Jedi Order. He sets up the new Jedi Order. They can do things differently in the new Jedi Order, and they do do those things. So I feel like we do need a new Jedi Order, and we needed like that was the craziest thing, man. That is the cra- like you had so much well so well reviewed literature in Star Wars, I know. I know. and it was it was literally ignored. Like yeah. I have never the seen the sacred like texts. Yeah thrown out the freaking like airlock i i it was just wild but um because there are some really good there's really good storylines in there there's there's good elements like why the heck don't we just throw in the idea that luke created a, i mean it was just too i don't know they, they didn't really even mention there's no nod to any history just it's all like what was luke doing for all that time he made a t- he, temple well he, and, get, he get he he gets grogu and does something like, it just seems crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an EU guy and I've had legends in my mind. But, like, the fact that, like, there is no other, like, no one else besides Luke. It just felt, it just feels like they didn't build it up enough. And it's just, like, this small little group, one little group that was there that he was passing on what he had learned to. And it, it is just duplicating the same thing as the as the original. Is this, it, it should have gone back to, like, prequel status, getting closer to, like, a grander order of people you you these other individuals who were force sensitive that luke meets that are adults like they can be your jedi knights your jedi masters and maybe we're going to get that i'm i'm really hopeful that we are going to get more of that because if you look at the timeline here when luke has grogu um i just feel like he could be doing a lot more this is his like first apprentice as far as we know right so yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to watch it's gonna be it's gonna be super awesome um, I don't know if you guys saw the tweets I sent over about who is the true leader of Mandalore. Did you see those? Uh, was it Sabine when she handed the dark saber over to Bo Andrew? Sabine might be the true leader of Mandalore. I mean, technically, she won. No, see though, she was she kind of like finds the dark saber. Mm, here we go. Here we go. She, she yeah. doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't beat Darth Maul for it. Technically. I mean, if it's like the Elder Wand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me walk you through the path here, S. Okay. If it's if it's if it's about who has the dark saber, or it's about who wins versus the person, because if you go down this route, Darth Maul loses, even though even though he doesn't, uh, you know, Darth Maul Darth Maul loses a fight against Obi Wan. Okay, so therefore, Obi-Wan should be the leader of Mandalore. Obi-Wan is defeated by Darth Vader. Darth Vader is then defeated by Luke. Right. Luke cuts his hands off and return to the Jedi. He's mm-hmm. on the ground. He's beating him. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if Luke loses anybody along the way. Mm hmm. Wow, this I is crazy. Then, I get. I guess then it goes to Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren, technically, kind of, I guess, in a way, kind of beats him. Yeah. So and then, like, and then that would then who beats Kylo Ren is Rey. So Rey is the true leader of Mandalore. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you want to hey. go down the path, hold on here, hold on. Yeah, you no, know, you actually went down the same kind of logic that Andrew went down. So, um, I'll just start with the three tweets we just got. I just went here and found it in the in the requested. Sorry, guys. Some, some of these are we got some other messages in here. This is cool. 
Uh, is it possible that Sabine, yeah, lost a battle to Moff Gideon and he somehow took the Darksaber away from Bo uh, Katan and this is why he had it? Uh, or since Sabine was the true holder of the Darksaber outside of Maul, the actual true leader of Mandalore at this point in the timeline would be Luke Skywalker. Since the line traces back to Obi-Wan killing Maul, uh, Vader killing Obi-Wan, Luke but killing Vader, or is he... Obi-Wan the true leader because he gave himself up because he becomes one with the Force? Same or wait, is it Ahsoka who defeated Maul making her the leader then it goes to vader that's true ahsoka does beat maul in clone wars yeah by a technicality of course because maul has her down and then you know like there's like shots fired and whatever yeah so if you want to go that then it would be ahsoka and then who do we don't know who ahsoka ahsoka loses to Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know I don't know that that's an interesting uh, thought. It, it it does remind you of the other one, and it does remind you of like, yeah, who 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 truly is the holder of it? I mean, Sabine in Rebels basically was like, yeah, it's not. She finds it. She finds it's it. It's just there. Yeah. Right, right. So at that point, when she finds it, who was the? Uh, at right. that point, and that's that kind point, of the tech- Ahsoka has already beat. Hey, hey, yeah. At that point, Ahsoka has already beat Maul, so you you could say that it's Ahsoka's, right? And then she, Ahsoka she, is beat. She by does Vader. she does lose to Vader. Yeah, yeah, she she's beat by Vader. So it's Luke, sure. Yeah, it's it's Luke. Luke is the true right now. You know, who beats Luke? Uh, you know. Luke kind of and beats I, himself, <laughs> but he is. I don't know. He is. Is he fighting Kylo Ren? Right. I mean, yeah, gets a little murky, doesn't it? Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how Moff Gideon got it, though. I think that's just. It's probably one of those things. Just, it's not as complicated as we're making it, but it's kind of. Well, Bo Katan says like he took makes. I think she uses the language. He took something from me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So did he win it in combat? Right, and then maybe he beat her and. Or maybe yeah. his group of Imperials beat her. Right. If you surround then, her or something. Yeah. I don't know. So who is, cool. the true, who is the true ruler of Mandalore? Right now, I'd say it's Din Djarin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. He's got it. I mean, he's, you know. He's got it. He beat, he beat him in combat. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we understand that Moff Gideon, you know, le- legitimately wins it. Um that's cool. Sabine never really did. Ahsoka, I don't know. I do think Grogu's going to end up being the leader of Mandalore. Wow. Because, Well, I think it would just be this great tie to end the series, and it's like the Mandalorian is Grogu. Like, it's mm-hmm. the, called the Mandalorian. We think the whole thing's about it, and then it's, it's ultimately yeah. Grogu, right? Because they're setting yeah. us up for it. Foundling, the whole mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. But then also, wouldn't it be crazy... If, and I've said this before, if if the Yoda race is actually Mandalorians, like that is their that is their actual home, because we don't know where they're from, but we do know that the Mandalorians at some point came and took over that planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What if yeah. the original race that was there was the Yoda race, and so he might actually be a, like a true Mandalorian, and that would be like their original. 
You know, it would raised. be if you want to get really kind of kind of crazy with it. Is that like if the Yoda species or whatever Grogu species is from like like ancient ancient times, right? Maybe the Mandalorians we see nowadays, they like 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 Mando, Boba Fett, whatever, Bo-Katan, all of them, right? Maybe they were once like foot soldiers or protectors, great protectors of Yoda's people and his species. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're talking like. 20,000 years ago, right? But something happened, some rift happened between them and they separated, had to go separate ways or something. And they were great guardians to these people who are smaller, who are wise, who are sage-like or whatever. Uh, That would be freaking crazy. That would be nuts. But who knows? Star Wars is throwing space lizards lizards up your nose. Wow. Seriously. I just love it. Yeah, what was that? That was awesome. Unexpected. But what what was it? Is it a forest? Tree? What did he do? I mean, did he? Just, why did he end up by the tree, Matt? I don't know. How but did he, he get his, there? He got a he got a stick there. He got his gaffy stick there. But I'm sorry. I guess I guess yeah, this is you know that's based off like a real world weapon. I I was I saw that. There's like mm-hmm. it's like an actual weapon. Let me pull yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based off of a. Um, I'll have to look it up. Give me one second here. Yeah, you're fine. While you're doing that, I want to bring up something because Matt always says we ask the questions on this podcast that no one else is asking. And I want to ask a freaking question. How did that space lizard got, or, I'm sorry, Tuscan lizard, whatever, lizard from Tatooine, guide Boba Fett to this ancient tree? Like, did it literally sit up there in his mind and, like, control his mind and, like, guided his footsteps and took him out there or or what? I mean, that's... So, it's called a Totakia? It's from Fiji. Cool. When you look at it, I mean, it's totally the same thing. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's cool. The spike and the head of the weapon were used to puncture the skull of enemies and crush the head. Oof. Okay. Okay. Yeah, George Lucas, boom, Star Wars. I mean, that's that's in the original. So that actually makes a lot of sense, though, too, just with like like what they have done with uh, the tie in between Tamora Morrison and and Boba Fett, and then you know connections to the Tuscan. That's kind of crazy. Mm Hmm. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Here we go. Do you think those saber those are saber resistant like uh, Beskar? They seem to be. Um, to be training him for close battle combat, combat like I mean, it's it's saber. it's made out of wood, but it, it seems like it's also made from a pretty sacred tree. So yeah. you could say something about it, right? Like that it it is, Matt. But then at the is, same time, it's like I don't know, man. I mean, hold on. This it's is also just a piece of wood, and it's a lightsaber. Hold so on. in Caravan <laughs> of Courage, I'm gonna pull a deep one on you here. Low gray spins the freaking clock thing. They're all looking at it, going into a trance. All the Ewoks from Bright Tree Village are gathered around. They each get uh, special objects, right? His brother's got the wings. Uh, somebody gets a freaking stone. Wicket gets a magical walking stick that okay. can penetrate this mirror realm and go in there and save someone from like the, the, the river uh, realm situation, whatever. It, it's freaking nuts. So 
it can happen. Maybe the wood has some sort of like radiating magical power in it. Like the blade never even hits the wood. You know what I mean? And it's just some Maybe crazy set or something. Could be. I mean, I mean, it could be. I just the, the, the tree is special. The lizard is special. There's something else going on there. Like they're tapped into some ancient. See, that is the connection to the to, to like the uh, Council of Elders and like the Ewoks using magic, but not really knowing that it's connected to the force type of thing. Like this could all be I, like I go back to the Thrawn trilogy. The old uh, what Timothy Zahn did really well was like you had a creature, a Yislamari, that literally could just sit on his shoulder and it created it was just a creature but it had like this for, force kind of like blocker shield so jedi couldn't do they couldn't do anything to him like i mean they could come in and do hand-to-hand combat and he was on level playing field with them but like that's the kind of stuff star wars needs you know what i mean things that can kind of work against things, the force work with yeah. it. it expand the force is expanding the idea of the force is because that is what makes Star Wars. I mean, yes, lightsabers are cool and all this other stuff is cool, but it is right. truly the force that is the backbone of Star Wars. Because if you pull it out, it's just science right. fiction. Yeah. But it's yeah. the, I mean, they use blade energies in Dune. I mean, you know, it's cool, but it's the force. That right. Makes so it what it is. Absolutely. One more quick connection to that. So Zeb, the Lasat, uh, in Rebels. When his little when his people show up, man, they're connected in ancient way. There's ancient prophecies and and they they worship uh, was it Ashla or whatever? Um, I forget what what that might not be right, but they it's it's sort of um, the force, if you will. God, freaking the um, fate of the Jedi series is all about Anakin Solo. Oh no, sorry, uh, Jason Solo running around finding out different factions that were not the Jedi order and learning from them and learning what they had studied in the force. What was their focus? Was it healing? Uh, was, was it um, kind of walking in or walking back to the past or into the future? Uh, various things, various arts, art forms, or I guess, or, or manipulations of the force that he learned from different tribes or groups or whatever. I think, and now you got the Tuscans in here doing the same stuff, man. It's same just, thing. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. This was kind of an impromptu stream. Had some handful of people in here. But for those of you guys listening on the podcast, always appreciate you guys listening as well. Be sure to send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter, HHL37. Three. That's right. You three. Got three. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's the one I always forget. Or Instagram or join our Facebook group. We always got stuff going on over there. If you guys want extra content, we do have a Patreon and you can check out our Apple Premium Podcast, uh, which I think is the best way to go because it gives you access to all of the Matt and Ez media. So if you like our Game of Thrones podcast or our Heroes of the Horn Wheel of Time podcast or our new Harry Potter Elder One podcast, you get all of the Patreon content essentially at one fee on Apple Premium, and it all goes into your feed, and I think it's super cool. Also, be sure to go check out our comedy podcast called The Matinee Show. It's just as and I talking about anything and 
everything. And there's even rated R stuff over on Patreon over oh, there. By so God. They're white the white claws are flowing. Ooh, We're having ooh. Tuscan lizard dreams. Oh my god. And it's it's just whatever happens, happens over there. But uh it's definitely a lot of fun. So be sure to check that out as well. Uh for those of you guys who are in our higher patron tier, we're gonna be doing a Zoom hangout. So remember, um, if you're in any of our podcasts, like top tier, the twenty dollar Patreon tier, you can join any of our live streams uh, and our and our um Hangouts. Zoom Hangouts, mm -hmm. so you can be sure to check that out as well. So Good with that, one. yeah, with that, as always, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops. And we will be back Wednesday, 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern, to talk episode three of the book of Boba Fett. And may the force be with you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.